longest day, the nights would be longer. We've barely had any time to follow the pathway, Star. We'll still be able to see it for a while, Lusa said, raising her nose to the sky where the bright star glittered. And we have Ujurak. He knows where we're going. Kalik blinked, remembering the endless scorching days she had spent traveling to Great Bear Lake, never knowing where she would end up. It's nice to have someone to follow for once, she commented quietly. I've been lost for so long. She looked up and saw that the two brown bears up ahead had stopped to drink from a small stream that trickled between the rocks. The rising sun tinged their fur a golden color. But you did what you were trying to do, Lucy reminded her as they quickened their pace, both of them thirsty after the night's walking. You found your brother. Yes, I did, Kallik said, although that didn't go quite the way I expected it to. Toklo swung his shaggy head around to watch them scramble across the rocks toward him. His brown eyes were expressionless, as if he didn't care if they made it or not. Kallik wished she knew how she could make him like her. Maybe if she proved that she could be useful, or if Toklo realized that Takik was not as bad as he thought. The stream bubbled icy and cold against Kallik's paws. She wished it were deeper so she could lie down in it and cool off. Brrrr, Lusa huffed as she dabbed her paw in the water. She lapped up a few drops, her long pink tongue flicking in and out. It's freezing. It's perfect, Kallik said. She buried her nose in the water and then shook her head as Tackett caught up to her, spraying him with icy droplets. Takik, it feels like snow, doesn't it? Not really, Takik growled. You told me we were going to find real snow. How do we even know there will be any in this direction? At least back at the Melting Sea, we know there was snow once. It'll snow again here sometime, Ujurak said. He looked up at the cloudless pink and gray sky. I mean, maybe not soon, but I know it will. Once Fish Leap is over. Fish leap, Tackett curled his lip. What is that? Black bears call it leaf time, Lusa jumped in, when the days are long and hot. Oh, they mean burn sky, Kallik said to Tackick. We just have to wait for snow sky to return. If it returns, Tackick muttered. He raked his claws across the bare rocks with a harsh grating sound. Kallik winced. Why don't we just keep going, Toklo suggested, and Kallik could hear the forced patience in his voice. Lusa, there's a tree up ahead. Maybe you could climb it and tell us what's in front of us. He jerked his head at a tall, scraggly tree that stood on its own among the rocks. The rocky slope of the hill kept going up beyond it, covered in patches of yellow grass and a few leafy green bushes. Sure, Lusa agreed. She bounded across the stream and trotted over to the tree. Her paws flashed as she leaped onto the trunk. In a few moments, she was racing up through the branches. Wow, Kallik said. She climbs fast. Doesn't she? Toklo said, giving Takik a faintly smug look. Takik snorted. I guess black bears have to be good at something. They're useless otherwise. Kallik could see the fur rising on Toklo's shoulders. 
Takik, she said quickly, do you smell any prey? It would be great to eat before we move on. Her brother sniffed the air. His eyes narrowed. Maybe. He began pacing up the stream toward a clump of bushes. Toklo, Ujurak said in a low voice. I could have changed into a bird and scouted ahead for us. I know, Toklo said, glancing at Kalik. But I figured Lusa would like to be useful. Kalik saw his eyes go to Takik, and she realized that the real reason was that Toklo didn't want her brother to know that Ujurak could change shape. At least, not yet. She sighed. There wasn't anything she could say. Takik hadn't exactly given them a reason to trust him. Not after he and his friends had stolen a black bear cub at the longest day gathering. It would take time, that was all. That, and for Takik to stop being so difficult.